I don't believe it. That's Clone Force 99. This is Wrecker, Hunter, Echo, Tech, and Crosshair. Obviously, we are different. We're all you're getting. Ha! We're all you need! They call themselves the Bad Batch. Experimental Unit Clone Force 99. The defective clones with the uh, desirable mutations. This is one meeting I don't want to miss. to a special spooky edition of the Dad Badge Podcast, episode 63. My name is Ken, and I am your host in the Mojo Dojo Casa House today. And you know I can't do it alone with us, as always, the other Dad Batchers, your space daddies. First up, Brian's not here, but I got the deer. Oh, man. Ooh, I'm going to eat some venison tonight. Uh, Currency. He's the for sale champ, but he's not for sale unless you name the right price. It's John Rodriguez. How are you, man? Everyone's got a price. (laughs) I went to the DMV today. Like good. Ken, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> you got a new ID. You got a new, no, you didn't. I, 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 got, a, I got the real ID. You got your license picture? Oh, take it. Uh, like that. I, yeah, but they told Like that? No, they told me to take it off. Well, now you have to drive like they that all the time. Off. Right? So or no, it's a travel like that, right? It's so oh, scary. Okay. What's up, man? Yeah. I, you could I'd be like, I identify as Ken, though. No. I'm good. Hey, cool. Hi. Good week. Everything's cool. As cool, cool as cool can be. <laughs> Try to get spooky with it, but that's all I came up with. That that droid over there. <laughs> it's not throwing. You, I'm not throwing you off, am I? <laughs> I, I can't stop staring at that hair, dude. <laughs> well, I'm trying to digest it because yeah, because you were your screen was blank the whole time, and you just you just surprised us. I don't know if they anyone watch knows, the or they're not gonna know. I don't know how they would know, but. You we, you yeah, were please watch this YouTube. you were blank the whole time please, please. Okay. Yeah. oh is YouTube on it is YouTube. on uh, next up <laughs> right, this so. is my partner Chocolate Einstein nice. but you can call him <laughs> Ramey Shannon <laughs> I <laughs> what's up man hello, How are you? hello. I uh, I you know we kept pointing out to you that you we could not see you and you kept just sort of brushing it off and and then and then when the Halloween music started. I remember yeah. and it clicked. I'm like, oh, sure. you guys told he's, I told you guys we were wearing costumes tonight. Doing a, and I'm the only one at this party I've without got, okay, with a so costume. I've got a Halloween themed shirt on. It's Darth Vader as, uh, as oh, yeah. Jack it's really, from, really cool, guys. Yeah, cool costume. So at least I at least wore Halloween something or other. So. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I'm John's, from 1980 John's soccer, soccer team. So I I'm, literally, I'm literally the only guy at this party with a, a costume. Joe's got, got a t shirt that is what, tech pineapple? Give give Joe let like him, a couple minutes. Let him, yeah, let him get uh, How was your, how was your uh-huh. week, man? He ready? Uh, good, oh, good. I forgot who we were talking to. Um, <laughs> my week's been good. Uh, busy. This past weekend was like the first weekend I've had in a long time where I didn't have like 
stuff that I had to do for, for sure. So, um, went out to, uh, our, our place Tonga Hut on, uh, what was it? Sunday night. Oh yeah. Very cool. For a Mando saw, night, right? Saw some of the, uh, some of the Mando folks. It was good to see everybody. So. Cool. Cool. Did you dress up? Or? I did not. Um, I, I, and then I was kicking myself because even though I didn't dress up, I still should have brought a helmet just to sit on the table because I felt left out. Everybody had their helmets sitting there all lined up, but that's okay. Next time. Right on. Uh, next up. Uh, wait, what? Oh, it's Wednesday. So, you know, he's unmuted the chat. Hmm? It's Joe Lara. <laughs> what do you wow. mean? Steven. <laughs> Shots fired, wow, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I'll I, love, go all I love how like you like follow time. up, like you literally check seven. in. I can tell when it's like your lunchtime. He's, he's doing too much chili. Yeah. He's like, hey, yeah, he's like, here I am, dude. You know what's Bye. so funny? That chili, or whatever. Like, I had to go back, and I, I remember listening to one of our earlier podcasts, and and I didn't even say chili. It was Brian that said, "Well, I like chili," because I had said something. He said chili, and somehow chili landed with me. It wasn't even you. I do like to meet some chili. You're the oh, chili man. guy, dude. Aww. That's it. Thanks, thanks for putting a costume on, Joe. Chili in bed, baby. You're... Got wow. my hair long, dude. <laughs> this, I don't know how people wear wigs, like, like for real, because this thing is hot. That's not a wig, bro. You just, yeah, you just got the natural locks. My, the, mom, my mom was like, yeah, oh, you look he, good with blonde hair. <laughs> Sexy boy. <laughs> You're like, okay, I think I'll grow it out. Oh, man. Everybody had a good week? Anybody yeah, do anything? Dude, I, I married somebody on the weekend, Sunday. What? what oh, it was already? No, I didn't get married. <laughs> I married oh. uh, a yeah, couple. Yeah, Kim. Sorry. Oh. Bad grammar. Poor oh, grammar. Good. How'd it go, man? Uh, it was good. It was a small wedding, quick. which is amazing. My niece and my now, uh, what do you what do you call the niece's husband? Is it is it it's is it, it's it nephew in law? Nephew in law is that nephew? Is that a I thing? think by I think, I think by just, then you can kind of drop the in law thing and just nephew. You just say nephew. Nephew. Okay. My niece's husband. Just my my or my He's niece's cool. husband. Yeah, we like him. If we you want to be leave, like so. petty about it. My nephew, yeah. Okay. Yeah, then just so, say my my nephew. Yeah. Sweet, I have a nephew now because I never did before. But um, but yeah, it it was great. Um, or you can say it like nephew. Snoop Dogg. You'd be like nephew. There you go. <laughs> Sup, nephew? Because I think Snoop Dogg calls everyone his nephew, right? even if they're not related. Oh, so, yeah, that works. Yeah, that's yeah, that's you know, it's like hey, homie. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I don't even know. I should. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> um, anybody watch anything? Okay. Over no the week. Time. Oh, you know what? We haven't spoken about it really, but uh I've been watching a show you recommended, Steven. Uh what's it called? Is it called Gen V? Is that it? Is that oh, it yeah, yeah, yeah. The one the uh Dude, the, the the boys the boys the boys spin off. It's so yeah. good. It's like you. college kids that go to like mm-hmm. college uh, Dude, they got green. And they got green lit for season two. They got yeah. They're gonna go. See, yeah, and it's it's worth checking out. If anyone's listening to this, uh, is that gonna be a hard? Hasn't seen that? Check well, it out Brian if you're into the boys. Though, huh, Brian? It's so very much the a... same. Hmm. He. Pro- I mean, oh, 
No. It, not with Levi and stuff. It no, is. Well, probably. for any of our listeners, it's just as gruesome as the boys. It's, it's very it's gross. Hot. The first five minutes is like, ugh, I, instantly. Did you watch, uh, what was it, episode four? I've, when, I've seen them all. Yeah. When the blood girl did the thing to the guy. So, Ramy, how are you doing? I'm fine. I haven't watched right? the show either. Yeah, yeah the dude that like, dr- yeah. like drugs, <laughs> drugs them with touching them or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's gnarly. It's a crazy show. It, it, it it's what you Im- would imagine a younger, I, I don't know, like college age superheroes doing. Like, there's a lot of like sex and drugs, college and, life, but and for soups, explosions of body parts and things. Yeah. Um, I've been watching. Actually, I not watching. I binged and finished it in like two nights. The Fall of the House of Usher. Usher the singer. Have you guys heard of this? Oh. On on. On, on Netflix, it. it's uh, it's an adaptation. It's a miniseries adaptation of Edgar Allan Poe's *The Fall of the House of Usher*, but in like modern, like modern day. So like so. Oh, like Romeo and Juliet yeah. with uh, Dude, <laughs> with Leo the DiCaprio. The writing is so freaking good in this show. Like they, really? you you actually, I don't know if you knew it or not, but that clip that you sent about the lemons in our chat. Is from that show. Is it from that? Oh, so okay. I did not like, know that. Dude, it's oh. and Mark Hamill's in it, and he. It's funny because he tweeted out like he was like, "Thanks everyone for the encouragement on the thing I'm not going to talk about." <laughs> oh right, but right, right. The, he is it. like, like but, at yeah. first it kind of like it was weird because all I could see was Luke Skywalker, but right. dude, Mark Hamill just he is like he is truly an actor like this guy brought so much to the character of he's called the pim the pim reaper uh it so good i highly recommend watching this show it's so it's like an episodic um think of like uh uh like black mirror or like twilight zone or whatever right so each episode oh. is almost like a chapter from the book and like you feel like the whole episode tension is just building and building and building and then at the very end right before they cut to the credits it's like the most gruesome death or whatever happens to somebody on the show like one of the characters of the show so it's a yeah it's i mean it's edgar Allan poe right so it's like but the way they do it it's hard to take it seriously with the glasses Is your, is your hair getting stuck in your face, Steven? It's been it's been a while, huh? You can, you can wear them. Uh, but yeah, highly recommend watching the show, especially for like the the the, the Halloween out. season. Definitely don't watch it with kids. Uh, I mean, it's Edgar Allan Poe, so oh. yeah. But adult yeah. style, yes. <clears throat> um, another thing I saw. I don't know if anyone else wanted to talk about anything, but I I, I watched the Beckham documentary on Netflix. Oh, the one is it David yeah, yeah, Beckham? Yeah. yeah, and it's so good because um, so I I'm I'm 38, so I grew up at the same time. So I, I'm I'm 38, so I'm two years older than like a Messi, and I'm the same age as a Ronaldo now. Um, so I didn't grow up watching them. I grew up watching guys like Beckham, 
and and you know uh, people of that generation Zidane uh, whatever yeah there, there's there's plenty of guys Roy Keane Thank there's you. a lot of Roy Kent yeah. um, <laughs> Roy Kent um, yeah no but um, but anyway the 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 documentary is really cool because there's a lot of moments back from back then and then it leads up to him buying uh, my the Miami team Inter Miami and getting Messi and stuff to play and then there's a Messi documentary as well on Apple TV and that kind of starts at the end of this at that of that uh. documentary which is kind of cool but but it's not I don't think it's intended to but it just makes sense if you watch the Beckham one it leads into the Messi one yeah like so like that wasn't cool. planned <laughs> well it's Netflix and Apple so I don't know it, they're different uh, houses right production houses but um, is, but I'm in the middle of the messy the, one now. But the Beckham is the one Beckham one where they like follow him around with his wife, and like like there's a lot of like home, home I don't stuff think in there. It's it's less follow him or no 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 no. It's not like a Kardashian type mm-hmm. thing. No, because I saw one. It's more I like I saw a, one where he like I saw a clip or something where he like totally shut his wife down when she was. Well, that that scene is in in the one where like yeah, getting getting dropped off at school or something by her dad. The one where she was like, "Oh yeah, I had a hard childhood because my dad used to have to drop me off at school." And then he was like interrupting her and like, "No, tell them what he dropped you off in." No, yeah. She was like, "Yes, my dad." No, owned she's like, "We were working yeah. class." <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. She's like, "We were working class," and he was like, "Hold up." Or no, she said Rolls Royce. Tell them what you're. Yeah, yes, Rolls he Royce. dropped me off at school yeah, was, in yeah, a Rolls Royce, but we we had it hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's like we were working class. And he he, he drove a Rolls, yeah, whatever. Uh, but great documentary. Joe, did you go watch U two again? I did not see it for a <laughs> week. No, I've just been super busy, man. Super busy. I haven't watched anything. No TV, nothing. Just constant moving. But um, but you guys are putting uh, you're building up my checklist of things to watch. So you got my. How are the boys? They're good. They're they're grooving. Um, yeah, it, bass. Yeah, so my son just Slapping put out a bass. new tune on, uh, that's out and released called "So Relax." It's pretty cool. He plays the bass and mixed it, and his buddy Eli wrote it and sings on it yeah. and plays guitar on it. So it's pretty cool to see them actually produce. Is that like on iTunes? Yeah, where can people check iTunes, it out? iTunes, Spotify, yeah, YouTube, where can people yeah, anywhere you got music. Oh, they can hit and the link down below? Yeah, for real. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We don't have the link for that. Drop, yeah. Drop, <laughs> yeah, I don't have the link. Drop the link into the uh, into the channel on Instagram, oh, Joe. Yeah, the, yeah. I'll find it on Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Oh, and then we got our um, we got our little local fire team, uh, TK fire team approved oh. Uh, today. Oh, congrats. Cool. cool. So we got, eight, we got congrats, 18 yeah. stormtroopers in San Diego. And the Imperial Sands Garrison. So the, I like uh, the I like the logo, or the yeah, the patch or whatever you showed me. You know where I got the idea from? So it's it's TK's storming in, kind of like storming in through a door, um, but it it came from that shot of uh, of Captain America, uh, the, the first movie when uh, him and what was oh, that? The the the, the, the the howling what is it? Howling Mor- not Oh uh, yeah, I know. Marauder. I know what you guys are saying. Mar- oh, Howlers man. or something? Marauder. Howling Marauders. Something like that. Something like that. Shoot. Anyways, those guys. Anyways, Force stuff. 99. <laughs> when they slung, when they stormed through the door in one of those scenes. Howling Commandos. Thank howling you, Commandos. Yeah, Howling Damn, Commandos. Kira's like our, our dad batchpedia. <laughs> and and uh, Steph dropped the link to, the, to Spotify to the song in the, 
in a live chat let's go shout out to steph she got my tup helmet that uh i painted nice it she actually had gotten the 501st helmet and but uh someone else wanted the all three because i had painted a, a set of three and then i told her i'd paint her any one she wanted uh and she picked up but so shout out to her that's cool that's it sorry <laughs> that's cool Remy, how's the kitty how's the loft cat uh, meow. <laughs> she's here somewhere i don't know uh it's <laughs> just you just see this thing cover the top. It just bounces, bounces on bam like a John Cena. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know where she's at. She's around here somewhere. She'll show up eventually, I'm sure. I'll, I'll, she'll make an appearance. I was at the uh, grocery store and I saw this beef jerky, but it's it's not beef jerky. It's it's deer jerky. And when I was buying it, I was like, oh, I should buy this and then eat deer before Brian catches one. Damn. So, wow. <laughs> Dang. So you had you got deer before him. I got deer before Brandon. Yeah, Brian's not here tonight. For those that are wondering, he's he's, uh, he's in a tree. He's on the work. He's on a work thing. Yep. You probably I don't know. Right now, he probably has a pair right in his face. A pair of deer bowls. Oh. <laughs> no, he's he's doing jujitsu. Oh goodness! Oh, he's oh, getting cuddled God. right now. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's getting cuddled. He's, getting cuddled. By another, he's like, I can't see another, you guys. I gotta go hug some dudes. He's like, all right, bro. Go yeah, hug some okay. dudes. No judgment. Could have hugged us for a He's minute. Making but... that eye contact. Yeah, they're hard. they're like. <laughs> <laughs> he likes the roll. He likes the roll. Likes the roll. Well, thank you again, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, if you'd like to rep your support for the show, pick up an exclusive Space Daddy shirt and some <laughs> stickers at thedadbatch.com. So it's time for the Dad Batch Podcast Holiday Special Chrome Tono Volume 2. When we made this announcement, October 10th was World Mental Health Day, and research shows that more than 50% of all lifetime mental disorders start by the age of 14. Children's mental health needs champions, so we are pleased to announce that our fundraising efforts throughout the holiday season will go directly towards the On Our Sleeves Movement for Children's Mental Health, a nonprofit organization committed to breaking stigmas and helping families talk about mental health with their children. On Our Sleeves provides free mental health resources for parents, teachers, and caregivers across the United States. Join the Dad Batch this year as we support On Our Sleeves. Once again, starting on November 1st and running through Christmas Eve, every dollar you donate here will be another chance to win. We have so many items lined up for this year's prizes. And yes, that's prizes with an S. This year we will have first, second, third place winners, and a grand prize winner. All will be announced in a special release of the show on Christmas Eve. According to pre-pandemic numbers, one in five children is living with a mental illness. We can all feel that there is a youth mental health crisis, and we all know someone who has been impacted, but stigma remains. Children don't wear their thoughts on their sleeves, so we don't know what they're going through. And many of us didn't grow up talking about mental health. That's why On Our Sleeves was created. Please help us in supporting their important mission by donating. You can learn more about the On Our Sleeves movement for children's mental health by browsing at onourslaves.org. On Our Sleeves is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and all donations are tax deductible. Ooh,
garbage is nothing like clone armor. Looks a little tight on you, old man. Yeah, at least I know how to wear it. That's right, everybody. It's time for the weekly workbench. All right, gentlemen, who is working on what? So I mentioned earlier that I was at Tonga Hut on Sunday and somebody that was there had one of the little uh, Lola droids that like they're like 80 bucks or whatever on Amazon. But like they're frequently on sale for 20 or even less. Mm-hmm. And um, it was it was pointed out that like it's not as animated if it's not on the stand because the stand has this little socket that plugs into the bottom of it. And there's like a button inside the the stand being plugged in activates and like it that's makes when the, the, wings the little, move and stuff. The little yeah. wings will pop up and everything like that. So I think at, at the time I joked, I'm like, Oh, if, any, if only somebody could like reverse engineer that plug and model something that would fit in there. <laughs> so I, I, I did just that actually. And I'm, I made these little plugs so it's it's only got that piece across it. It's all, yeah, I've got a bunch. I've, it's only got that piece across it so that you can like grab it with a pair of pliers or something and pull it back out so you can get it out. Um, but otherwise, when you plug this in, it fits in there perfectly, and it's got it's hard to tell, but it's around the edge. There's like four little tabs, and that does two things: that locks it in place, but then that also like helps push the buttons that it needs to push. And so now. She will all of the interactivity and the wings and everything, and she doesn't have to be on the stand at all. Yay! And yeah, so you can see like the, the little the little tab is just plugged straight into the bottom. I think it was like a safety nice. measure because when it's animated, it'll, it'll move like left and right and like back and forth, it, and it does. And, like, and you can see it that could totally socket. fall out of your hands. Yeah, that socket moves because she'll like tilt on the stand. Right, she like. Um, Kind of like, and that that socket axis. articulates, and it does this when it. When she, but and I also think like, if you're carrying her around and she's doing this, like the odds of her breaking those wings off are a lot higher. So, um, but like I said in my post, we're all adults here, right? So, uh, I I printed out like I've got like thirty of these things. I printed a bunch of them. Oh, um, yeah. So I'll have them with me <laughs> as I'm out and about for any of the locals. But I also put the file up on um, my file share. So if anybody wants to download that and print it. It's a real quick print. It's like six minutes. Can we can we include one of those in the in, in the Chrome Tono just for reasons? Ooh. <laughs> oh, look. Yes. Are we adding? Are we possibly adding something to the Chrome Tono already? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> of course, I've got tons of them. The key. Um, so yeah, the key. I literally like I I set up a job and I printed like a whole. Oh, and there they go. I printed a whole stack of them. The other thing that I've got for Workbench, and I don't, I've, this is going to be an experience for me too, so because I haven't opened this. So I'm for, after we record next week, I'm getting up the next morning and getting on a plane and flying to Rhode Island. And I'll be at Rhode Island Comic Con with Sonfeld and friends nice. uh, for the weekend. And uh, Sonfeld's got an Indiana Jones, and we joked at one point that I should be Henry Jones Sr., which is funny for many reasons. Um, so I actually have the whole suit, I have all the pieces, they're here. <laughs> Um, it's ready to go. Um, and one of the last pieces came and it is the diary. And so it came wrapped up, it came wrapped up in parchment paper or like newspaper, um, with twine on it. it. And it's, and it's got like the little seals. I gotta open it. And leave it and get a second one. I know. No, because yeah, sure. Government spending (laughs) two for twice the price. I'm not doing that. (laughs) Um, 
but it's got like fake stamps on the front and the postmark, and it's addressed to to Indiana Jones at Barnett College, uh, Hamilton Hall, and Grove Avenue, Fairfield, New York. <laughs> so so we're gonna open this up That's and see cool. what's inside. So I'm gonna untie the twine. It's gonna be something lame. I hope hey, not. It's gonna be just a ball of paper. Their their Etsy listing is gonna get a. Oh, a what if that was the whole thing? It was like that was. The listing. No, I knew I, I, I knew from the description. Okay, <laughs> like, so like if you open it, there's nothing a, in there. Okay, okay. So here's there's a break inside in there. Foam. So there's a there's the book, um, leather bound. Right. And then there's all these extra pieces. And I think the idea is you put them I've got to take these extra little leaflets and insert them into the book at random places so it just looks like I've just stuffed all kinds of craziness oh, okay. into this book. Um dude, where are we? Are those like maps that we can actually go find? Oh, we're gonna we're gonna find out. So I'm gonna open the book up first. Oh, see, there's already stuff. Hug. This is so cool. There's already stuff. So while you're, while while you're opening that, like I love when like the the prop community builds this like ephemera from movies. That's like it's not just a prop, but then like it's accurate. You know, like. Like it's a book, and then they decide to put things like into the packaging it that would be there. Everything is right. Exactly. Look at okay. So a, all of these things fell yeah. out of the first page of the book. So there's like a ticket. There's like a one dollar <laughs> bill. There's like all, like stamps and all of these extra little Dude, things, and they're all awesome. like in the right color and printed on different kinds of paper. It's all the so that just that fell out of the right. front of the book. So in the book, it all looks like it's all handwritten. Oh my gosh! Look at all this. Dude, that's rad. Some of it's written sideways. It's like his diary. Yeah. But for real. For realsies. That could not that could not have been this is, inexpensive. This is rad. <laughs> okay, wait. All right, yeah, so let's that, look that, at some of these little free. things. So here's a map or something that was in This thing is not small. Okay, so it's a map. I don't even know what it is because I'm showing you guys. Uh, basically, all of Europe and Asia. You need to like draw the little red dotted lines <laughs> on there. <laughs> With the little picture of the airplane like flying. With a little plane, yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's one thing specific that I'm looking for here. It better be here. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Oh my gosh, like all of this stuff. There's like... What is this like? The dog Indiana. It's like a, a list of like all of the train stations that the train stops at. Newspaper clippings. There's what? Your mother's a whore, Trebek. What? On the <laughs> sheet music. <laughs> sheet music for something in here. What is this? On the uh, on the RPF right now, there's a uh, uh, an interest not an interest thread, but there's like a build thread going on for Magnoli. Ma Costumers? Did you just have a stroke? I'm sorry, what? Did you have a stroke, John? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> but they're doing a Tobin Spirit Guide from Ghostbusters, and it's like it's like 500 pages, but they're like doing every single page custom. Tell everybody. So that's the way this is. I, I'll have to look. I think I read that... that it does repeat at some point in here. Well, you would have to, cause like doing a whole book is, it's like writing a book. It's like writing a whole <laughs> <No>. book. <laughs> it's so deep. It's like, it's like writing a whole book. 
And I'm thinking this is not repeating. Okay, so I'm going to have to look through this. What I was looking for was the rubbing that he makes off of the, the casket. Like the, he the, uses the page. I was looking for that, but the stone, so, yeah. but what I do have is I have a thing that I can print and it, you literally print it and then you lay paper over it and do the rubbing yourself and it puts, it, it, cre- well, it no, creates I'll, that. You're, so you're, you're going to, you're going to New York, right? With Sonfield? Rhode Island. Rhode Island. But just go visit the Regal robot booth. And go see our buddy Tom because he's got the prop replica, the casting that one. of the movie. Just rub that one. Yeah, but I'd like to have this before I go. And then do it in costume. <laughs> and do it in costume. Um, what is this? You can rub, 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 one, gonna rub one as Henry, Henry, Henry Jones. That's the booth? Stop. That's wild. Stop. That'd be inappropriate. That's crazy. In public even. In um, New York? I've got like this is like a stock certificate for something. That's I, that's one free rub. And look at look oh. at how like like you can even see like <laughs> the watermark in the paper. Demon. This is common. It's like common stock. Oh, this is wild. So, anyways, this thing's cool. Um, so I got this off of a seller on Etsy. I actually should have done some homework and figured out like had in my notes who that was so that I could. <laughs> Someone else go, and I'll look it up and come back to me in a minute, and I'll have that listing for you. I just want to know how Stephen grew his hair for the workbench. Like, did you just like, yeah, push uh, really hard, push one out really hard? And yeah, just yeah. Some... I cl- I held in my sneeze. It was like, <laughs> <clears throat> bam, <Yeah>. boom, <laughs> poofed. It's like John with his beard, but <laughs> yeah, with, with I had blonde to hair. Um, so I'm working on. <laughs> Uh, so I redid the Paz. Uh, actually, I did a lot this week because I, I did maintenance on my printers. Oh. And I have a large format printer, the CR10 Max, which came out like three years ago, four years ago. Is that the one you're printing the um, Juggernaut on? And uh, the build plate on the CR10 Max has a, a 450 by 450 uh, principal build wow. area, but but the physical plate itself is 470 by 470. Whoa. So I hacked with with Tiny Machines' help. We wrote new code for the machine to go that extra to take advantage of the complete 470. Uh, so you can print a full size uh, astromech dome, like an R2 dome. Oh, you can print it one piece. A um, dome. You and then so what I did was now that the 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 build plate is technically bigger, um, I threw my Paz Vizsla chest plate on there now and it fits oh, in one piece. The whole plate. Dope. So I the that was the first piece that I printed like a month ago, but I had to cut it like down the center. Yeah. Make it, so now make it. now I'm reprinting it just in one one piece. And what normally would have taken a hundred and ninety six hours or something crazy uh thanks to Raimi with his tip of putting on a bigger nozzle yeah cut it in half my printer now has big nozzle energy Uh and big nozzle energy uh, (laughs) 50 hours what is it like uh, well I was able to take advantage of 
the lowered print time mm -hmm. because it's it's laying down more plastic. Right. I was able to take advantage of that and increase the resolution. The layer height is now dot one six. So it's like it's buttery smooth. Uh, but it's still only gonna take seventy two hours to yeah. print. So you can you can you can go crazy and cut your print time way down, like between a quarter and a third of the original time if you in, if you both decrease the walls which you can do because it's a wider nozzle um and also increase the layer height so if you want to like really rip through something fast you can do that but you don't have to you could still print at like 0.1 or something crazy yeah. and keep it nice and tight and get the tight get the sort of the horizontal size benefit so like you're still only doing like two walls which is the equivalent of like four on another be better. nozzle yeah um and but still keep the layer height super low and so then you're, there's no extra. It's the same amount of sanding just, you would have had for a 0.4 nozzle, but in half the time. And just just print with no infill like Brian, and you'll be done in like two hours. Yeah. It's just hollow. <laughs> no but it's hollow. But it, but here, like if you think about it, most of these things that we print, like like a helmet or something, the, the the thickness of the wall is like three millimeters, anyways. So with a 0.8 and four perimeters, that's it's it, you don't Pretty you can have zero infill and it will still be completely solid maybe yeah i when i when i print with the standard 0.4 nozzle i'll do four walls cuz i i like right. it like really sturdy that way when you're sanding it you don't just blow you through, don't it. Blast through it yeah. so four so four walls on a 0.4 i can do only two walls now on a 0.8 and it's the exact same yeah it should of, be of plastic same, yeah. it should be the same nice um so nice. that's that I've, I've been working on that and I did want to show this. I have been waiting since 2000, I think 2019. I've been waiting on this and it finally came in. This is my max factory proton pack shell. Oh. Now I, I already have a, a custom proton pack that I've built in the past made out of fiberglass. The one that I built is just a fan made, a fan casted uh, piece. The reason that I've waited oh, four years for this is because this is not only not only is it officially licensed by Sony. This is casted f directly from the mold of Egon Spengler's pack in the movie. Right? It's it's got every single Literal dip. Literal, it's got every single scratch on the hero pack. It's like Damn. it's. It's expensive <laughs> and, and it wait and I took four years to get it, but it's here and it's beautiful and it's fiberglass and they even glossed oh, over wow. the fiberglass on the inside. Nice. So it's like, it's smooth and glossy. Nice. Um, so are you going to build a whole new holes? Pack oh yeah. yeah. Nice. Oh yeah. I've, are you doing it's like it's like one of those it's like one of those um the max factory program it's like one of those things where like you pay for a piece of the pack as as it as it comes up and then over a certain amount of time a certain period then you eventually end up with like a full Another, yeah like full every pack. couple months you get a piece or something right so oh wow yeah i just i i have this is called the Legacy Pack, and every piece on this was casted from the Egon, the Egon Pack is it the in 80? the 84 movie. Okay, you answer my question. It's the 84 Egon Pack, not the Spengler Pack from the recent film. Um, but yeah, that's, nice. that's it for me. 
What do you guys Ooh, got going on? Well, um, I'll, I'll go quickly. I, I don't have too much going on. Um, did I make anything? No, I haven't made much. Uh, I got these cool screens <laughs> that we were t- sort of talking about before. Cool. What, what what was it called, Ramy? Uh, lenticular. It's len. It's a lenticular lens, I guess. Lenticular something. And uh, those are from uh, Marcus Vaughn. Be careful with your lenticulars. What's that? <laughs> careful with what? Just be careful with your lenticles. With your lenticles? <laughs> They're fine. They're lenticular. It, can you scratch it? Can you scratch? Yeah. Oh, I make scratchy yeah. Oh, yeah. There it is. That's how you know it's legitimately lenticular. Right. Yeah. Lenticular ASMR. Right. In the eighties, that that's when you were a DJ. Remember the rulers, the trapper keeper, like the rulers. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. All of that, yeah. all of that. But yeah, anyway, uh, that's pretty much it. That's all I got. Um, yeah. Oh, no, I chromed a couple helmets recently, but that's that's it. That there's not much. Which ones were those? That's you just a normal day of the week for you. Was- yeah, well, uh, I'm painting a Buckeye helmet, one of the Red Mando helmets from season three, for uh, Daniel Romero, who is the actor who portrayed that character. Um, I'm making him one because <clears throat> I had him sign mine. I, I made one for myself and had him sign it, and he's like, "Oh, dope!" He was stoked on it. So I was, that was at Comic Con, right? Yeah, yeah. Were you there? Were you with me? No, but I saw him the day before you showed Ramey up, was with and me. and you told me. Hate that yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So, so he, he's super cool. But anyway, I, I promised him yeah. I would make him a helmet, and um, he told me then his next con is LA Comic Con. So I'm like, all right, I'll have it done by LA Comic Con. So I'm like, oh damn, I gotta make this. Thing. Dude, have you guys have you guys seen the lineup for LA Comic Con? It just keeps building and building. I think now they have like the whole Harry Potter cast. <laughs> they've got the whole. They've got basically the whole crew for Ahsoka. Yeah. Um. Now they've got Harry Potter there too. I think Doctor Who's going to be there, like the whole cast. And they're not just getting. That's the cool Doctor thing Who? is like, I don't know what what company is running LA Comic Con. It's not Read Pop and it's not the San Diego people, but whatever whatever Booker that they have, I like that they're getting like entire, uh, like the full like lineup series, yeah. the full cast, yeah. Because yeah. if because if I'm gonna pay for to go to a con and I'm gonna pay for Knock a hotel, I'm gonna pay right. for autographs and all. I want to just do the whole, I want to get them all there. And then imagine like getting like something signed, like a poster or a prop or a helmet or something. But now instead of just one person, you could literally just go down the line and. Right. Just get the same thing, like a helmet or something signed by everyone. Boom. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. I wonder when is, when is it? It's like in December, right? December. First first weekend of December. Yeah. It's first, second and third. I I wonder if we could. I wonder if we could get something with like everybody's signature and add it to the Chrome Tono. We'll work on that. I'll look into that. Look into that. I built nothing. I am done. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm too busy, dude. You built a matrimony. Here's the, for anybody watching the YouTube, so the Grail Diary, yeah. here's the listing on Etsy. So, uh, Bell, Bell Fleurs. Um, B-E-L-L-E-F-L-E-U-R-S-7. 
on Etsy. Um, it's usually 49 bucks. It's on sale right now for $34.30. Look at that. How is that that cheap? What? I know. This thing's legit, too. So I'm very happy with this thing. So, so that's how it has to look, Dude, the right? Ghostbusters one is like 500 bucks. Wow. Yeah, well, and this maybe you should talk to this person and ask them to uh, get in on that and do it for less. So that's it. I just I want – you know what? You know what, Harry – Harry. <clears throat> you know what Indiana Jones prop I really want is the fertility idol? The gold one? Oh, yeah. The one with That's this little... I but I want... Little thing out. What? 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 Hmm? But I want chrome and go to, like, chrome it in gold. Ooh, I have so a bunch like, of different like golds legit. from Imperial, Surpl- uh, Imperial Surface. Sorry. I always... Okay. I have a bunch. I have, like, five different varieties. I'll resin print that, and then I'll, I'll get it in the... Can I get it in the queue? Throw it in the queue, baby. Throw it in the queue. Cool. You guys can come over. We can all we, 30, we can all paint it. Thirty four bucks for that book is that's insane. Like, Dude, I don't know how they're doing it for thirty four. There's, like 30, there's more than thirty four dollars worth I'm, of just printing. I'm, I'm on this I got to buy it right now. For real, this thing's rad. I'm buying it. It's on sale. Wait, wait, wait! Don't don't buy it yet. I need to buy. I'm buying it. Too. <laughs> no, <laughs> there's only one left. I'm getting it. <laughs> That's I'm funny. sure there will be more if they, if they sell out. So, no, 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 I'm getting it. I'm getting it. No. Get it quick, 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 <laughs> quick. I need the link. Where'd the one link left, go? One left. Zero oh. left. Oh no. Steph. Oh no. None left. I need the link. No. Zero left. Uh, oh, did Steph? Did Steph have the link oh, to this? Oh, Joe got no. it. See just, a sucker. Just look it up by the name. Look it up. I got the last one, yo. Did you? Joe got it. Steven, I'll let you borrow Damn, it. Damn. He said you can look at it. Where did it say there was only one? No, he said you could look at more. it from a distance. <laughs> there's more. I had to have one, dude. That thing looks dude, so much. There's only zero so cool. left. Dude, come on. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome, Bell Floors. I hate your is. sales tactics, John. <laughs> hey, what what uh what what clone helmets are you painting next? Um, you know what? What's the next? What's the next trio? Well, uh, is this workbench? Oh, it is workbench. Damn. Well, okay. So I we spoke about it in the chat a little bit. So. Um, I've been trying to think. I, I can do clones, uh, I, and I, I may do another set of three clones. But what I think I'm going to do now is um, I have the mold for the the red Mando from the Mandalorian. Why not do a run of those? Um, and I, I I had in mind to do busts of that character, but uh, those are not very in demand at the moment. I think uh, it, it'd be harder to sell those. I think. Than it would be to sell the individual helmets, so I'm gonna do that. Um, and, and and I guess I could do it simultaneously. I, I need to buy more resin. It's a lot of resin uh, to to do that many helmets. But I'll do so. To answer your question, um, I might do a new battalion. I might do the 212th. Um, Yellow boys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Why don't you just do um, waxer and boil? Well, I was thinking waxer, boil, and a grunt. So it's kind of yeah. like you know, um, yellow yellow squad, um, but we'll see we'll see, um, yeah we'll see. But uh, I also Joe, you have a waxer, right? Yeah, I got a waxer he and a boil. Both. Oh, you have both. Yeah, he did he did the boil. For those that don't know, I am the CRL model for Phase Two boil in the animated configuration. Yes. 
Okay, which is the one that has Numa on it? The one that has Numa is Waxer. Waxer. That's the cooler yeah. one. And he's got oh, a dude, there's a droid on Battle the back? Yep. Yeah. Cool. That's Waxer. And then Boyle has the the Mandal. It's like a Mandalorian dart or something. Right? Cool. And the triangle. I mean, I like your bust more than the helmet. Yeah, but one. the thing is, I don't think anyone's going to spend the type of money a bust would run. Because the bust is essentially, it's not just the helmet, it's also essentially the upper half of the armor to the bicep. That's you know that's a display it's piece, dope. man. When we were it, at it the when we were at the it heroes cool. when we were at the heroes and villains pop up, and they had the Mandalorian bust there. I mean, it's nothing that I haven't seen before, but I was just like gravitating. I'm not saying it's not dope. It, you know, like, it is dope, and and I'm not saying it in it because I was thinking like, man, I could do like uh, a completely wearable version where you can literally take all the stuff off, even the flight. Like it could be the top half of a flight suit, just folded in nicely so it doesn't. You know, it doesn't fall down, and so so it displays a certain way. All the armor is wearable; it's just velcroed on or something. The helmet's wearable, whatever. Which is simple; it's easy because it's just armor. On, so you're essentially menu. you're essentially buying like half a costume at that point. Yeah, but that's the thing. I don't think people are going to want to spend that type of money as opposed to just getting a helmet. Um, you know, I, I, it's yeah. just a lot of work. It's a big piece. And yeah, it's it, it's a big it, piece. It, it, Unless someone commits to it, unless they're like, "Yo, here, here is a deposit. I want it." I'm like, "All right, cool." Then, then I'd be down for as many as you know people would commit to. But otherwise, I tell you what, man, like something, John. Like, um, I mean, it is a big piece, and you wonder, like, would anybody buy it? But there's a a lot of my coworkers, like they're my age, dude. We're in our like 40s and and 50s, and we love Star Wars. Some people have that. Those people have the cash, you know. Well, it's not, it's not, it's not about that. It's it not so much about that. They would buy that one thing. It's it's, they, they're only allowed to like, for some, some people out there, their domestic partner (laughs) will only allow like one area. Imagine that. Yeah. That's what I mean. You know, they're they're not in the community. But they're huge fans of it, and they're just not – they're on the outskirts of the community. They probably would love to be in the community. That's just – they just have different things, but they love Star Wars. And not only that, so – They don't get to display 16 helmets in the back. They get to just display one, (laughs) you know? Yep. And it needs to be good. Therefore, John. Well, no. But so in in terms of the bust, I, I, I would be down to do a custom Mando bust. Because I can source the armor, I can make some of it, and I can source the rest of it, and then the soft parts we 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 would have to source that as well. But you could make any custom Mando bust if someone would just, you know, be like, "Yo, let's go for it." Um, <laughs> which is the hardest <laughs> part? Because yeah. I don't want to gamble. Time for a new spouse, huh? then. <laughs> <Was that? laughs> Tyler in the in the YouTube chat said, "Time for a new spouse, then." LOL. Oh damn. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Um, I will trade you uh, a Henry Jones diary for <laughs> for a bust. Oh, what thirty? What is it, it's got like. Well, I mean, it's not about it's not about the money. Look at all this it's extra the stuff the that it comes with. <laughs> it's pretty cool, but I, that I like. I haven't seen that movie, so not really. What? Can you say that? You I, seen I actually Jones? knew this, but can you say that again for the audience, John? 
<laughs> I know we've I'm known that, but John, do, you're gonna have to be careful, people. We have listeners <laughs> when you're listening, dude. Star Wars. Hey, hey, Raimi. Hey, Steven. We're being hailed. This encryption's new. This might take a while. Okay, we talked last week, I think it was last week, about some news that came out of the New York Comic Con um, Lucasfilm publishing panel. Uh, but there was one book mentioned in that panel that slipped past our original review. But thanks to our official live stream chat moderator, Stephanie, we have another book on the list worth mentioning. So Star Wars Dad Jokes is a book officially <laughs> licensed from Lucasfilm that is coming out. Uh, so uh, it's, it's called Star Wars Dad Jokes, uh, the best worst jokes and puns from a galaxy far, far away. So written by uh, Kelly Knox and illustrated by Johnny Sampson. So the synopsis reads, a Jedi master fights with a lightsaber, yeah. <laughs> but a Jedi father wields the most powerful weapon of all, comedy. Fight the Sith with a knee-slapping, groan-inducing power of these Star Wars-inspired dad jokes, or join the dark side and terrorize your family and friends with an army of bad puns. The perfect balance of hokey and wholesome Star Wars dad jokes is sure to slip through any defenses and have even the most serious of Padawans rolling their eyes. So that's going to hit bookstores on April 2nd next year. Our chat last week uh, had people commenting about that book as we were, as we were like, you know, progressing through the news and they're like, I'm sure they're going to talk about it any minute now. And we kind of just bulldoze over through it. So uh, I'm glad you were able to mention it this week. Uh, Is that book by us? Should have been. No, although we might have to, we might have to reach out to this Kelly Knox and see if we can get her on the show. Oh, Kelly Knox. I know her. She interviewed me for uh, StarWars.com like a couple years ago when well, uh, she did a Hunter expose or like a cosplay thing. And I was Hunter. Um, it's on my you, Twitter. It's it's actually my pick about one it, job it's, you now, John. Kelly Knox. It's Star Wars. It's it's Disney Star Wars. So that book probably has like safe jokes in there. I would assume. So we need to write. We, we would have to write like parental the, the other version. Yeah. <laughs> for parents the, jokes by the, parents for parents the the sith edition <laughs> the dark <laughs> the dark side edition <laughs> master edition okay um according to uh according to the hollywood reporter a 20 inch model of the red leader x-wing fighter sold at heritage auction for a cool 3.1 million Dollars, setting the record for the most expensive Star Wars screen-used prop ever sold at an auction. Um, so this thing was built by Industrial Light and Magic for Episode Four: A New Hope, and it's essentially like the Red One X-wing. It was one of just four Hero filming miniatures uh, that had articulating servo-controlled wings. So this one did like move and uh, had lights. Uh, the Hero models were built for close-ups and used in the final battle, including the trench run. So uh, this. The, the, a quote here says, this model has not been displayed or modified since it left ILM. VFX historian Gene Kozicki uh, told The Hollywood Reporter in a recent interview, for those of us that grew up in the 70s or 80s and those of us that work in VFX, this model is, a significant, is as significant a find as the ruby red slippers or the Maltese Falcon. He noted that there were stories of hero models that were unaccounted for when ILM moved north uh, to the San Francisco area from uh, San Fernando Valley in 78. So we never could confirm anything, said Kaziki, uh, one of the handful of VFX vets who recently found the model while helping 
um, somebody's family catalog uh, their collection. It became something of a mythical white whale, the missing Star Wars X-Wing. So $3.1 million for this thing. That's crazy. Worth it. I read that they were expecting to get like 400000 at auction. Yeah, I think they They're did. Like, uh-uh. I, think they, I think they did a little bit better than that. But, uh, yeah. Um, okay, so uh, unfortunately, due to the ongoing SAG strike, Amanis Fondi wasn't able to do as much PR for his appearances as Ezra, Ezra Bridger in Ahsoka. But uh, the official Star Wars social media accounts uh, had previously recorded some material with him, and they published some of it this week. So in that... Um, there, he he says, I take Ezra Bridger as a real person. He's so smart and so gifted. He's grown into himself a lot more. He's become a much stronger Jedi. And even more so, he's become more of a family member amongst his team and crew of rebels. Because also, I already felt so connected to Ezra and felt like he was there whenever I needed him. I just felt that inspiration. But yeah, Ezra, young kid with a lot of heart. So in that, there was also some additional Filoni interview footage uh, that was released in the same campaign this week. Um And he had this to say about being able to add a little bit of himself to Star Wars. We all bring a little bit to Star Wars of what we like and what we hope, and we hope it fits into the galaxy. George Lucas created this galaxy. He created these dynamics, Jedi, Sith, all these things I play with. And I've been fortunate that he taught me a lot of things. I'm always doing my best to follow what he taught me and my nature comes into it. So you get space whales and wolves, you know, that's all part of it. So, um, those can be seen on the Star Wars social media accounts. Did your hoodie change color, Stephen, or is it just the lighting different now? His, he his took hair off his wig. Color. I literally think that his your headband. wig was so bright that it was washing out your stream because I did not realize that that hoodie was rainbow until just now. <laughs> yeah. He's no longer Ken enough. I'm Ken enough. He's rainbow I'm enough. He's so director Sean Levy is doing a press tour for his upcoming Netflix series, uh, All the Light We Cannot See. Um, so he did an interview with Variety, and in it he mentioned his first meeting with LFL President Kathleen Kennedy. He said, "Now I, again, I think this is all about a film that hasn't even officially been confirmed, right? Like I don't, like we know of three films that are coming. They announced them at Celebration. I don't know that this one's ever been officially spoken about." by Lucasfilm that, that I remember. But um, he said, when Kathy Kennedy brought me on board to make a Star Wars movie, her central mandate to me was, I want a Sean Levy movie. I want a story and a tone that reflects you and your taste and what you bring to your movies with a Star Wars story. So I felt extremely empowered. We are in early days, unfortunately, because the development process was abruptly paused due to the strike. But I feel very empowered to trust my instincts in the development of this story and movie. The experience that I'm currently having with Marvel and on Deadpool is showing me firsthand that it is indeed really possible to feel empowered and personal about making a movie within a universe that is bigger than any one film. My Deadpool movie is turning out to be exactly what Ryan Reynolds and I had hoped when we started off. So I'm going into the development of my Star Wars movie with a similar with similar optimism and faith that my instincts will be allowed to lead the way. So Variety asked one other question. So I guess I guess he's buddies with Adam Driver in real life. So they asked uh, sort of a tongue-in-cheek question um, about that, saying if he's actually planning on doing a prequel film to The Force Awakens focused on Driver's Kylo Ren. 
And Levy had this to say in response. He said, your word's not mine. As you know, Adam is a buddy, and I've always been a huge fan of Kylo Ren, but no comment. So that would be interesting. It's too bad Brian's not here because he's always saying we need more uh, yeah. sequel era content. Yeah. I'm down so. for a prequel. I don't care. Kylo? Yeah. I don't care what. I don't like. I don't care what timeline he makes the movie from. I'm just a huge Sean Le- Sean Levy Sean Levy fan. Like, did you guys watch um, the Adam Project on Netflix? Mm-mm. Dude, you guys have to watch it. It's like it's a it's a it almost feels like uh, one of those um, like '90s movies. What was the director that did uh, Home Alone and Ferris Bueller and um, all those? Dude, you're oh. killing me. John Hughes? Come on, Raymond. Thank you. Jeez. <laughs> it's, it, feels, it feels like a John Hughes movie, but with like time travel and modern like um, movie making yeah. techniques yeah. and I stuff. Did, I did watch that. It was good. The Adam Project. It's good. And it's starring Ryan Reynolds yeah. and that kid. And then they say that great. the kid that was, yeah, they're they're saying that the kid is so much like Ryan Reynolds that he's going to be kid Deadpool and then in the Deadpool three, um, but yeah, that's he's he's a director that can definitely bring good things to the franchise. So, and that is it for the news. Why did you make me do this? guess you have a choice you want a war or do you want to just give me a gun my father he go toilet on my hands oh my god urine oh is 35 god. degrees celsius oh staves god. off the frostbite how is this relevant you know fathers <clears throat> that's right everybody another week and another episode of hunter's hard drive um we're going to be talking about Loki season two because that's what's happening right now. And um, we missed uh, the second episode last week, be- right? Because we didn't we, we didn't talk about it, right? Okay. Yeah. Right? What? Yeah? No? Yeah. We didn't yeah. want to put you to- Yeah, because we, we had a guest on and we didn't want to put him through yeah. that. But we're going to put all of you guys through it. So We didn't want to subject him to that. <laughs> we don't want him to sit through that, but you guys can sit through it. We didn't, we didn't want to put him through- our show. <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah, we, we, we gave him a break. Anyway, uh, so season two, episode two called Breaking Bad with a runtime of 52 minutes, directed by Dan De- Deliu, uh, uh, which had a dict- uh, directorial debut. He was the AD for Avengers Endgame, Eternals, and uh, Ant-Man Quantumania. Uh, music by Eric Martin. Sorry, written by Eric Martin. Music by Natalie Holt. And uh, with the TVA on the verge of a temporal meltdown, Loki and Mobius will stop at nothing to find Sylvie. Um, for me, the, I feel like the season is going a little bit all over the place, and I haven't had the the not time, but I haven't had like the the mental concentration to sit down and really absorb it correctly. Because I've watched it, I've watched it all. I watched this one and the latest one. And it's been hard, and I've been a bit distracted because I either have to pause it and go do something or come back or whatever. And there is a lot of back and forth and a bit of time travel and stuff. So, ha- I, have you guys been able to keep up 
and 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 enjoy it uh, I, i'm not not enjoying it but i'm not absolutely loving it like i thought i might because i did love season one so uh anyone go ahead Raimi. you you do have to concentrate you can't like have yeah. this on in the background and be doing no. something else and expect to get anything out of it because it is complicated um right i i in episode one i loved uh obi's the, the obi character um right I wish he had been in these two a little more. Um, but uh, so we see, we see uh, what Renslayer is her name, right? Her, she's, so she's going back in time and finding one of he who shall remains variants. Well, this right? that's for episode three. We're talking about episode two right now. I know I'm going to be bad about like trying to break down the difference. Cause I watched them back to back. So to me, it was just one big thing, but, um, well, right now they're trying to like stop that, that temporal loom from, uh, cause all the well, time. No, I, thought, I thought episode, isn't episode two where they go like hunting for the Brad. The, it's breaking Brad. The, yeah. the, the guy oh, that became breaking an actor. Brad, but not bad. They're trying to but find all, right. Oh, right. Also, yeah, they go back that's to who they find. All those, all those timelines are are being destroyed, right. right? And and they're trying to figure out how do we stop that from happening because those are lives those are that people, are being variants, lost. Right. How cool yeah. was it to see the nineteen eighty whatever McDonald's? Yeah, like when they oh, find man. Sylvia at the end, want, and she's like, "I want nothing to do with you." I wanted to walk in there. I wanted to walk in there and just like, and and what smoke know. a cigarette. Um, no, <laughs> on, go on in, the smoking section. Do you guys remember I wanted, that? I wanted to jump in the. Oh yeah, when it, the smoking ju- section. I want to jump in the ball pit. Yeah. Oh. I want to jump in the ball pit. The ball pit was. There was no yeah, ball was pit, later. dude. There, there was the out. There was the outdoor. Um, Grimace play place, and yeah. Hamburglar, yeah. but it was all made out yeah, of metal. Dude. And it was like a cage. It was all made out of metal. You could metal. go inside, and it was. And it was like a cage. Sizzling hot in the summer, you get burned, and that's where. It was like hard plastic we and men. Yeah, you would fall off and hurt yourself. Men and women. Oh yeah, just get back up. And yeah, the ball pits were later. Um. Oh. Okay. All right. Anyway, so this episode. All right. I like you know whatever. I like that we got to see Loki using some of his powers to like catch. Yes. When he caught like, Brad. So much, so much of the show is just Loki being like a normal guy, and kind of like you almost forget that he's actually got these abilities that that no one else has. So it's nice to see him use them once in a while. So he does. Do his shadows on the wall? Yeah, yeah. the shadows had the big horns. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was. And even awesome. Mobius didn't realize like which one was the right one because he was talking <laughs> to one of the, the copies. And then when Loki turns it all off, he's actually like standing off to the side, like I'm oh, no, way over here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now I don't. Um, what was interesting was when they were trying to. Um, I mean, it was torture tactics, right? Uh, Brad, when they caught mm-hmm. him. And they're trying to pull information out of him, and he's just being a complete D-I-C-K. Like, just complete a-hole. <laughs> I'm doing everything but cuss right now. But he's, dude, he's, he's so, God, he's, he's a jerk, face, yeah, he's being he a huge right? jerk. Yeah. So instead, they're going to use that machine. And what was that machine supposed to do that they... That they, it kept shrinking the box. Right? I think I box. think it was going to crush him. That was the, the like, whole point. Like, yeah, he was just going to crush him out of gonna, existence or whatever. Because if you look, if you look where he was like sitting when they entered the room, and he was like sitting on a stool, his platform that he was on was like a grate, like a metal grate. So that thing got crushed. I must. I might have missed it. It got crushed. So, so yeah. if if that thing crushes, if they use okay. that thing to crush whoever's in it, then they just like. 
drip down the great the great right <laughs> okay see i didn't i didn't realize that that's kind of cool but uh, i thought i thought it like disappeared into another dimension or something like that i didn't realize that stool or whatever was crushed now that's cool like you're gonna smash them and just oh, i guess it could yeah. go to another Jello. dimension right brad brad jello Brigello. anyways um he ended up what, what was interesting is that he got mo is it mobius he ended up like breaking mobius a little bit yeah he got about, the about his yeah. past getting him to wonder what was your life like, you know? And, um, and then I heard somebody say that, that they think the young guy at the McDonald's work is, is, is him. Uh, it, it, it's, I heard, I heard something. It I don't could know. be, wow. but like the, cause they're doing it based off like Owen Wilson's accent, but then where he said that his character from. could have been from, right. But yeah, then, see, with if, the lake. If he because he's from Kansas, right, and, or whatever, and this is like in the middle of nowhere. But if he if he dropped us a good like just wow, what? that would like <laughs> immediately we would know. Then we the would dots know. To, how would you like to order a, a Mc, wow nuggets but, right now? But one you of know, the things know? one of the things that I've learned watching Loki, uh, season two, like going back and watching because I had to catch I couldn't remember last week's episode mm. for tonight, so I had to go back and watch right. it. You really have to pay attention when they enter, when they go through the, the the portal doors, and they tell you like where and when they are. You have to pay attention. Does it say sacred timeline or branch timeline? Right. Because like that is what makes all the difference. So so yeah, that could have been Mobius, like a younger version of Mobius, but in that branch timeline. So. Like a right. version of him who will never be the TVA. That branch was uh, going to be dissolved, right? That was the problem. Right. right. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, which you. I'll get into it. Like I'll get into that more when we talk about episode three because I have theories. Yeah. But right, well, definitely. But they ended up. I think at the end of that episode, they end up finding what's her face. Who, Sylvie Dog. The mom. Is that the mom? Is it? Is it the mom? Because they had a weird connection in that first episode. Uh, mom of Brad, but. She was the one that was sending out all those folks to blow up all those timelines. Remember, like take detonators. Yeah, she was like sending the them up because hmm. they were it, like they were acting really weird that first episode, right? They they just bumped heads, but the way they did it, I'm hoping it's mom and son. Because uh, if it's mom and son, then it's okay. It's like oh okay, <laughs> but if not, it's like hey man, a little weird. Don't you I know? Mean, if you don't like judge women, if you like you know, <laughs> sorry, experienced. Not yeah, older. but anyways. Well, cool. Anywho, she was blowing up a bunch of timelines, and it didn't even yeah, work. Was, it didn't it work. It ended. I mean, no, it did. Well, they, well, they, they blew a bunch of them up, right? Yeah. But they now, stopped it in the middle somewhere. Shouldn't that have relieved stress on the loom? Like it did. It did, did it though. It did, but not. But all. They're still trying well, to stop it, it from getting all messed well, up. It's. Can we talk about episode three yet? Well, let, let's move on. Okay, so. Thank you guys for that. Uh, so, uh, season two, episode three, uh, titled 1893, 56-minute uh, runtime, directed by Kasra Farahani, written by Eric Martin, music by Natalie Holt. Loki and Mobius go on the hunt to find everyone's favorite cartoon clock as they try to save the TVA. So, so when in the, in the beginning of episode three, when they're in front of the loom... And it's like it's going like berserk again. Uh, Ob says that they, while the branches were contained a little bit, they're branching even more now. 
it's like it's like shattering even more and so he's like we're gonna die right <laughs> and then he mobius is like well you can hack it he's like i can hack it i can do that and he's like well no i i think you can can't you <laughs> well he wrote the manual so he should be yeah. able to, right right well and they also go back in time as a synopsis implied and they find um what's his name uh timely what's his first name victor timely victor is that it victor timely and he's yeah. like already like he's not he is the past version of kang but doesn't uh essentially realize it yet that he has the power that okay. he will have eventually so this is what this is what i wanted to talk about with the the branched versus sacred right, right? what the heck did he who remains I want to know, like, what did he do that he gave his, like, dying set of instructions to Renslayer and Miss Minutes to say, okay, if anything ever happens to me, go to this spot on uh, find in the guy. timeline right. and find this, find this little kid and give him this book and all that. Because that's the sacred timeline. So why is there another version of Kang at that moment like well because the other one died already right the other one died but at the end of time doesn't he still exist in the past though but this is a different timeline right but it's a different it's a different king it's not he who remains it's victor timely okay which is a completely different variant of king so how can you have multiple variants in the sacred timeline well that's what i want like because Kang travels through, you can so you can move did, from one timeline to the other, well, right? I yeah, mean, t- Kang can clearly. They are I in mean, the show. That's what he's doing. So did right? he kid? So did did he who remains kidnap like younger versions of himself from other timelines Ooh. and then stash himself in sacred timeline? In to ensure what? like oh, if uh-huh. I go down, go pick up a different version of me at this point in time or whatever there'll be a million of me in this time because in sacred in sacred timeline there is was it ramatut right but isn't victor timely the the one that goes back and and becomes all those people my mistake victor time is like the Django fett of loki he's the clone (laughs) template no no i no i think it i think he's the one that goes back and and becomes he goes to to Egypt, conquers Egypt, and then doesn't he go into the future? D- doesn't he become all the versions? But you're talking comics. Oh, okay, never mind. Like, I, I, they've already well, they changed get it so somewhere. much. Yeah, but there's influence. Who knows? But, yeah, I, I'm. I don't know. Out, I, but. It, maybe it'll be clarified next episode. Or maybe episodes. But I I do have kind of like, and I noticed it in episode two, and I noticed it in episode three. And I, I know I mentioned, I don't know if I mentioned it to just you guys in our chat or if I mentioned it when we were talking about the first episode, that the writers of the show were like so pleased with their work on Loki season two that it's the first Marvel project that had zero reshoots. Um, I think you said that the first uh, episode. I might have said, yeah. So, but I don't like how... Because of that, they're filling in so much of the stuff like in post-production, like through editing, voiceovers and all that stuff. Because I think that's where I'm getting the disconnect 
on like trying to follow along because there's like some times there's some moments in the show where they just like lose you where they just like like the show just opens and all of a sudden they're somewhere and like they're like in the middle of a mission and i'm just like wait did i dude it's kind of like tarantino right like you don't think they're gonna yeah miss an episode that's why i'm like they're gonna they're gonna explain more as you go with the season yeah. And, yeah. But yeah. I'm just I'm just hoping like that's my only critique and we're only like uh a few episodes in. I'm just hoping by the end of the season it makes sense. Uh kind of like how The Witcher remember like you watch the first few episodes of Witcher and it's just like you have no idea what's mm-hmm. going on. But by episode like 3 or 4 then you realize that everything was out of order what you were watching. And then they put it into order for you. Right. Yeah, it's um, like Tarantino. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's supposed to tie into Deadpool. And that's what I want to see. <laughs> okay. Isn't that the void and all that? Yeah. yeah. So are we going to see the void in season two? Is that what you, you think, maybe? Um, I think Goliath is gone. Keeping the void. Apparently. I think they're keeping the void for, for Deadpool. For Deadpool. Okay. Cool. Well. If that's all you guys have to say about that, we will end it there. I think we're still keeping it on the hard drive, though, right? Yeah, yeah, For yeah. Now. Loki's yeah, cool. Yeah, I want to keep. I want to keep. Uh, I'm down with Loki. About we're it. all down with Loki. I like Loki. I mean, I, you don't have to I'm email it. Confused. Like Remy but I like Hiddleston. Hiddleston is just like you can tell that he's so comfortable with this version of the character now that I mean, as soon as season two starts, he's just firing on all eight cylinders like from the the get-go it feels natural yeah um yeah yeah i mean i just i, just, I like it, him as an actor i like i like the character yeah. just something about him is just awesome it's pretty rad i think my favorite parts of the show are when they're like just when it's him and mobius sitting at a table talking like eating pie eating, eating key lamb key yeah lamb pie. Or <laughs> there's just nothing but key lime pie everywhere in that room. It's so did, weird. Did you see the poster in the background? How their break says only take a 17 minute break, like <laughs> once a week. I was what's, like, what's, what? What's up with 17? I don't know. <laughs> Is there an echo in here? Yes. What? I'm Echo. Okay, I don't know if anybody else did their homework. This doesn't need to be me every week. Um, I've got. I do have one from <laughs> I a listener said one though. last week. Okay. Okay. I did one last okay. Brian. Um, so I've got one from a listener. This one came in from uh, our friend Dad Tween. So, and this is a Halloween theme joke. Uh, so, what does a ghost call its mom and dad? What? Transparency. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Because you can see through them. Because yeah. they're, they're transparent. Ghosts. And, and their ghosts. parents. And they're ghosts. Oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I almost feel like, Stephen, I don't know if it's going to get you to laugh. We should probably put water in our mouth, everybody else. Oh, my goodness. So that would oh, you want to do spit takes? We would spit on <laughs> our computers. Takes. That would suck. We have, we have something to spit. No, well, we can spit down. I don't know if you want to try it. Well. He's got a joke. He got a joke. John? I don't have a joke now. I had one last week. Here, I, I have mm. I have one from the book that comes out next April. Oh, if you guys want. So okay. Uh, so what kind of stories do Wookie parents tell at bedtime? 
Hmm. Harry Tails. <laughs> it's from the book, guys. I'm just it's from the book, guys. <laughs> almost. Almost got yeah. me. <laughs> almost got me. Harry Tails. I, I, I think uh, okay. this proves that the that the dad batch edition, the, the Sith edition of the dad jokes would be. <laughs> how, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. How do? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> how do how do Sith lords say goodbye? <laughs> Darth later. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Echo in here? Yes. What? I'm Echo. I'm clearing my nose out though. That's 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 about it, but not my not my spitting. All right. Um. Why did the skeleton quit their job? Because they were. Because their heart just wasn't in it. <laughs> so bad. We should probably screen these jokes before we. Uh, yeah, we talk. should probably. Should. No, they're supposed to be. They're supposed to be bad. <laughs> I mean, they are dad jokes, right? They're they're supposed to. Bad dad jokes. Bad dad jokes. I can I can do one more from the bad. book if you guys want. You guys are wondering how I got all these jokes from a book that doesn't come out until April. <laughs> how did you? Because you wrote no, it. No, I did not. <laughs> what? Okay, why do the warriors of Mandalore leave their helmets on? Because it's Mandatorian. Oh, man. (laughs) Okay, we should just start. Those were were the, they're actually the only two that I have from the book, so. For your information, the stinger of a Yalvik queen is a delicacy on some planets. Um, this is, I, I love the fact that, that we're doing this chrome tono um, gift giving, whatever you want to call it, uh, experience around um, this nonprofit on our sleeves. I like that you say it slower now. It's, it's pretty cool. What's that? Yeah, I have to say chrome tono so slow. I have to think about it. Because I have a checkered past. Yep. With You're infamous. Anywho, um, I was just looking at the website, and I highly encourage people to check out their website because, um, in fact, Ramey recommended it last week, I believe. And so I was snooping around, and I came across this article, How-To Guides. So if you're a parent and you have kiddos and, you know, being dad batch folks, we have little kiddos. Um, 10 tips to stay mentally healthy. Um, and one of them was about habits. Like how do you, how do you, how do you develop good habits? I know for, for a fact, like most young ones get so like immersed into video games and that's all they want to do 24 seven. And so, you know, that's their form of socializing because they feel like they're talking to folks that are on the other side of that screen. But is that necessarily a great habit to carry on, you know, wh- wh- when is too much, right, of one thing? And so um, just kind of curious, um, what are some of the habits that or maybe things that you're trying to encourage your kids to do or have done in the past? Just kind of curious. Um, I, I think it's one of the challenges as parents is, right, we want our kids to develop healthy habits. 
Um, screen time is a thing now. It's a big thing now, and it wasn't growing up. For me, I can only imagine the challenges. Um, and don't get me wrong, we had we had the, the VHS tape running and the DVDs playing sometimes, just you know, so you can cook and manage the the adulting. But what are some of the things you do for your kids to encourage healthy habits, healthy things? So they don't, and they also don't get stuck on one thing. You know? Unfortunately, I think the biggest mistake that I made uh, as a as a parent was buying my kids iPads and switches, mm. Nintendos, because. Mm. I had, you know, like, while I had, you know, good intentions buying it for them, uh, you know, with Minecraft and whatever other games that they play, it gets to be a problem yeah. where they're just like, especially like, I I don't know, like, how the, maybe it's just because they're young, or maybe it's because it's a generational thing. I don't get it. But they could literally have the TV on, the iPad on, and be on the Switch all at the same time. And then if I, like, disturb any if one of those any three of items, them get turned off, it's a like, problem. Hey! <laughs> they know immediately. And I'm like, how? Okay. So that being said, um, yeah, we've had, to, we've had to, like, really enforce screen time uh, in our house. So, like, weekdays, they're limited to, like, an hour of any of the screens weekends, they get a little bit more. Um, and then there's like certain block out days or certain block out times of the day, but I'm trying to treat it more like a reward just for doing good for like good behavior. Um, but to, to, um, take the place of all that screen time and stuff. I'm just trying to get them out of the house to do just like, like I think back to the things that like my dad did with me, like on weekends, you know, Saturday morning, mm-hmm. I never got to watch Saturday morning cartoons because 7am Saturday morning, I had to get up, go to the store, like our comic book store and like be ready to like open up Set because up. we had, yeah. you know, we had people like in line ready to, to do that. So, you know, there's that and there's like that interaction with people. So like, we have a local, um, that's not local, like not too local to me, but there's a, it's like an indoor comic con esque kind of thing called Frankensons mm. in city uh-huh. of industry, uh, Azusa. And, um, so I try and take the boys there as much as I can, um, not to buy anything, but literally just, just to like walk around, check it out. I mean, and you know, like there's, there's times where like I've, been able to teach my older son who's only six, like how to start haggling (laughs) for like prices, you know, like, um, just trying to develop that, that like, I don't want him to like go into like a grocery store and start haggling for prices, but to be able to, to have like overcome that, um, discomfort on, on, you know, like, uh, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nice. So just trying to do that, trying to get them out of the house and just doing like normal outing things, I think is, is good and to break it up. I think building off what Steven said, because uh, Amy, because we have uh, Steve, Steven and I have kids of similar ages. Uh, my daughter's four and, and he has a son that's six and another son that's three, three, three uh, and a half, four. Yeah. Three. 
He'll be four. He'll be four soon. Okay, so they're they're just about all the same age, and and I have the same issue with Amy because she has she doesn't have her own iPad, but she uses my wife's iPad, who who doesn't use it, so it's essentially her iPad, and um, it's the purple iPad. She calls it the purple iPad because the cover's purple, and and it's also an issue. We tried to not have her look at that because uh, she also just watch she just watches like Netflix on it, whatever. No no real games or anything. Um, but to get her off of that, um, we get her to either play with toys cause she has a ton of toys. We want her to use her imagination and, you know, we, some, mm-hmm. once in a while we'll see her in the corner laying down like, no, no, like talking and, and playing with two little figures or whatever, you know, she's got a million little things. Or we also have bikes and scooters and stuff and she'll be like, Hey, I, I want to go on a bike ride. And I'm like, all right, cool. And I'll grab my, uh, I've been grabbing my cruiser, my skateboard, my cruiser skateboard. And we've just been rolling down this uh, on the sidewalk uh, together, just her and I rolling on the bike. And I'll kind of like push her as I pedal with this, uh, you know, I'll push the skateboard and push her on the bike. And that's been fun. Um, and yeah, and and we'll go to the park. She, well, but. she paints with you too, right? She does like building. Yeah, well, she, she does paint. Well, we have like a big roll of like, I don't know what kind of paper it is, but it's a huge roll. So we'll just roll that out and put it on the ground. And we'll be like, yo, here's like markers and crayons or whatever, colored pencils. And she'll just go to town. We traced her the other day. She laid down and we traced her whole body. And we're like, draw yourself or whatever. And I was like, okay. So it's a little bit of everything. Um, But yeah. Actually, I forgot forgot to mention during the workbench that my my boys – both got interested in 3d printing this week because of the spider-man helmet yeah like because i I, re- I reprinted some of the parts for the spider-man thing and like when they saw it like literally finish printing and they see like part of spider-man's head is now like halfway zzz, done or whatever you know coming down yeah. yeah it's coming off the printer they're just like whoa and then my little little one uh who's three you know the little benchy the benchy boat Yep. Yep. Famous Benchy. I, I printed one for him and I literally like just took it off the printer and like handed it to him He's like, and his Whoa. eyes, he was just like, Oh, it's a special boat for me. <laughs> you made this for me. Right? <laughs> one of awesome. a kind. Yeah. Amy's been throwing like, oh, through man. a bit of a Renaissance like that too, with like everything. She's like, how does can like, tell me more. Like uh, she's like bathtubs. How do they work? And I'm like, what? You know, it, or like Dude. stuff like that. Or she'll be like, can you show me how cars are made? And I'm like, oh, sure. Dude, that's a- everything. That's everything is tell me more right now. There. That's awesome. You know, like, oh, uh, I don't have anything yeah. on me right now, but she'll she'll say something and she'll just be like, this. And I'm like, uh huh. It's like, uh, Raimi, it's like the insane clown posse magnets. <laughs> how do they work? Yeah. Do they work? Well, yeah. She's very much that. <laughs> Whatever those guys are called. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So I think um, you you guys are doing, I mean, I think you guys are, are doing it intuitively because some of the, the, the art on our sleeves has this article, which I'll post here um, in the YouTube, but um, there's seven things real quick, build cues into the day. So um, like certain timing of things. So there's sort of like this routine, there's a cue and they see that cue. Maybe it's like, Hey, here's a, here's a snack. After the snack, we're going to do mm-hmm. this, right? So that that's like one thing that I recommend. Um, just inspire kids to begin. Just start doing something new, right? Um, make it harder to follow bad habits. So like, hey, if you want to 
get get the TV remote or whatever, you got to do this thing first, you know. So give them, give them a little bit of barrier that they have to get over in order to get the thing that they want. Um, add healthy habits to replace existing habits. And it's so funny because that's something that we adults forget. You know, I, I know like, um, like I think, John, you, you quit smoking, but you started playing sports, right? You started being more active. Good habit. But it, when... But, you know, the, if you look back to the first time you quit, you probably just went cold turkey and said, I'm just not going to yeah. smoke. And it was, was probably just, really challenging. Yeah, it sucked. I was, but, but you replaced it with something good now yeah, and it's working. Totes. So I think um, it's just like for kids, same thing, right? Yeah. Um, encourage habit streaks. So if they do two things in a row, three things in a row, celebrate it. Like really make a big deal out of it, right? And then give rewards, and then model good behavior is the last one. So obviously they're the looking at us one. all <laughs> the, the time. Dude, I say stuff time. once in a while. I'll say a bad word. And like I'll be driving, and I'll be like, and I'll be like, <laughs> beep, you know, like I'll say it. And she'll be like, papi, was that a bad word? And I'm like, yes. I'm like, don't repeat it. And she's like, I'm not repeating it, but was it a bad word? I'm like, yes, it was. I shouldn't have said it. Uh, you know, whatever. But every time, because I'm like, Dang, you know, whatever this, and she's like, "Puppy, dang ferret, yeah, yeah. dang yeah. ferret." But it's just, it's really cute because she's like, "Hold up, was that a bad word?" I'm like, "Yeah, but don't don't do what I do, do what I say." I think those are all. I think everything that we <laughs> that we talked about tonight are good methods of keeping already good mental health of a kid healthy. Yeah, I. I I don't want to think about what it would take to like fix someone to get to that point. Like poor mental health getting to the point where it's like they where where they are now. You know? Like that's my worst fear. Sure. That's my worst fear is just like I don't know, having a Yeah, well, like, I think I think my kid yeah, regress I, I, or something or totally understand that and i think there's some things you you can control and some things you just can't right like how we're how we're born and and you might you might have like i don't know what the perfect environment is to grow up in you know whatever that may be and you could still be miserable in that environment just because there's something going on you know and and there's but there's some things you can control and do and i think when it's out of your control that's when you go to help and you go to experts that you know this nonprofit. um on our sleeves can maybe help you with there's experts out there yeah yep i'm sure we'll have plenty of opportunities to um to talk about additional content they've got on the site as well as some of the folks from on our sleeves during the campaign so we definitely need save to that question save great. that question for them Stephen. that'll be a good one yeah um and i like i like that kids are for the most part they're just like honest and transparent because like when I was fixing my kid's uh, Spider-Man costume, half of the side of them is venomized, right? And so I didn't, I didn't like I tried like putting black glue on there, and that didn't work. And I, we're, I'm trying various things. One of the things I tried when his mom wasn't home was so I was like, okay, put the costume on, kid, right? Now let's go. Let's go on the side yard and put on this gas mask and I'm going to plasti dip half your body, half your costume oh, no. right now. Okay. Uh, and he's like, okay. So then, I'm <laughs> so gonna, I'm going to report you. He's got his, 
He's got his mask he had on. The mask on. It's fine. <laughs> the hell? He's he's got his mask on, and he's he's. I've got his his arms are spread out, and I'm plasty dipping the costume. He's wearing the costume, and I'm plasty dipping half of it. And you know, like spray paint probably feels cold, so he's just like, ah, it tickles, ah, it tickles. Well, it came out really good. It looks like half of it looks venomized, okay. but but then when we when we took it when out, we took the costume off, he was all spray painted. Like it fell off. <laughs> like half, his, half of his chest is plastic. Black. <laughs> it's black, bro. So he's got leather bro. skin on top so of he's his waterproof. Skin. Essentially, <laughs> you venomized your kids. So <laughs> I immediately, I immediately like took him to the You're bath like, oh, and sort of like, oh my god, body stuff. It's not coming off. Body scrubbing oh and all that god. stuff. <laughs> and oh it, my god! So like, there's like all these like black splotches on him now, like. And so I was like, hmm, like if you rub it, it'll come off. But uh, so then like I, I throw the shirt on him. And what's oh the first God. thing he says when his mom comes home? Guess oh, what we did. He totally, it wasn't, he totally ratted you out, didn't he? Guess what dad did. It wasn't hi, mommy. It was daddy sprayed me. Mommy, dad sprayed me. Look at this black. And he lifts his shirt. <laughs> it's just all the black stuff. And I was like, oh, uh, God. <laughs> hey, you used a gas mask. It was fine. <laughs> Yeah, did he mention the gas mask? You know those warning warning labels on the back of a can are there for a reason. Uh, <laughs> for people like Hey, I'm just yeah, glad Joe. it wasn't my fault this don't, time. <laughs> Joe, don't don't brilliant. eat the paint. Don't eat the yeah, paint. Don't Joe. Eat, you can't eat you can't yeah. eat plasti dip. Don't do it. Welcome to Pablo, my home away from home. Family Okay, join us, the Dad Batch, at this year's LA Comic Con and meet up with cosplayers, makers, and professionals from around the world. The talent that we hear on the Dad Batch podcast see each and every day being shared with the world through social media, build parties, and conventions inspires us more than you'll ever know. So we started doing our family reunion events as a way to get the community together to create interactions and memories that build and build real-world friendships that go beyond everyone's followers list on social media. It's not just your chance to meet us, but it's our chance to meet you. Sure, we get behind these mics every week and talk about what we're doing, but the reality is we're more interested to hear about what everyone else has going on, and these family reunion events are our chance to do just that. And this is your chance to not just join us as we record a podcast, but more importantly, your opportunity to share with us and the community what you're working on, your tips, tricks, and compliments with your fellow artists, and see their amazing work in person too. And add real-life interactions to friendships that otherwise might only ever exist online and experience for yourself firsthand what we see every day and how this is the best online community and family in the galaxy. So mark your calendars and come hang out with the Dad Batch at LA Comic Con on Saturday, December 4th at 4 p.m. in Panel Room 405. Again, that's the Dad Batch Live on Saturday, December 4th at 4 p.m. in Panel Room 405 at LA Comic Con. And who knows, maybe we'll all go out for Pabu life after. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. Roll out. Wow. So that's what it. What you're working but, on. <clears throat> yep.
get that's huge bro we got our official i mean you had a huge list of other guests that were on that were coming to uh i mean we've got like the cast of you know so many different shows you know, ahsoka i think most of most of the cast of lord of the rings is going to be there all these other shows and so the dad batch will be there hanging out with all of them <laughs> saturday four o'clock la comic-con yep exactly and room 405 so dude yeah we got the official email just the other day so we we <sighs> knew that we actually have known that we were accepted as a panel for the event for a few weeks now but we finally got our slot in the schedule so it's been time it's time to share it now it's official it's official so is it, it going to be like one hour like last time we're, we're going to do the show and then i mean the best part was seeing all the makers yeah, yeah. like show off their stuff. We should do Dude, it that like, was so cool. Like that was the best yeah. part. Yeah. You know what we should It'll do? Be just like you know that what was the best part? You guys know what we should do on Saturday mm-hmm. before the show? We should just commit the whole day to walking workbench. Oh, 100%. The four of us just do walking workbenches with everyone at the con cuz that's a lot of costumes. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm down. It's on. Definitely. We'll, we'll intercept people wearing cool stuff and talk to them and nope. oh man that'd be cool is that a cat cosplayer yeah this is the, the and there's and hey, hey so again. the timing of that we we will be in the middle of our chrome tunnel right yes that'll be yes. dead in the middle yep dude so we could maybe hopefully get a spike wherever we're at in the donations i mean if if we show up with hey if you make a donation today you might walk away with Oh, if we bring something, maybe if we bring a few things and we watch the donation go live, right? And we witness it, then you're in the drawing for, I don't know, something Something really, really cool. Maybe we can give away. I don't know. I'm just trying to see how we can get a really big spike. Yeah, I like it, Joe. And we'll We'll figure it out. We'll give it away at 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 the live show. Where your head's at? Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll figure it out. That'd be cool. Yeah. Oh man. Win a date with Rosario Dawson. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. You're gonna do that and she doesn't even know? I mean can once we, we announce it, she has to kinda of go through with it. Otherwise she'd yeah. she'd look that, that right. How, so can we play? Isn't that how that isn't isn't that how these work? You just No, Steven, you do that to us, <laughs> yeah, they, not Rosario Dawson. <laughs> she won't know. <laughs> Get under the you table, guys. Oh, Get under no, the table. We're not doing that again. <laughs> Quick, under the table. You donate, you donate our services and our bodies to whatever yeah, it is you No, no more under the table. Wait. We'll, we'll be there sitting by the time people walk in. Dude, it was hot. You can say hi to it us was right so away. Hot. We don't have to play that game again. It was hot. Yeah. Wait, so it's the four of us, and then Brian will be there, right, Ramey? That's the plan. Yep. We'll have to figure out the logistics of that, but the idea is that we would have Brian available like on screen or something on like that screen. with us. Yep. Right. Can, can we get one of those... You might ha- you might have it at your work, but can we get one of those like iPads on wheels that <laughs> walks around? around. <laughs> and then, we- but then we can dress that up in a costume, like Crosshair's costume. <laughs> we'll just put the rifle in his hand, <laughs> like the little the little like virtual workplace thing. Yeah, like you said, like that. Shout out to Brian. <laughs> who's on in segue. California, and and yeah, he's, maybe he's in California, and he didn't not come to, to hang be out with us there. or get lunch or anything. Maybe we can, Why am I- or come on the show. Shout out to Luke. God, he is such a who's babysitting. He him. is such a crosshair. Such just, a crosshair move. Ugh. <laughs> Saturday, four o'clock. Oh, I love it. Saturday okay. Well, I think four. that does it for us today, guys. Uh, if you enjoyed listening to the show, feed that algorithm and leave a review on your podcast app. 
including that onion emoji. <laughs> be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just subscribe and you can be entered to win an Alpha Ignition helmet of your choice casted by the Dad Batch. You can follow me at Stevie.Kicks on Instagram, sometimes Twitter. Gentlemen, let the listeners know where they can find you, John. At 4 p.m. Saturday at LA Comic Con. That's it. And Ramy? What he said, although I want to correct something, I think I said December 4th, but it's actually the 2nd. But I figured it out. So. <laughs> Yeah, Saturday. Don't come Saturday. on the 4th. Nobody will be there. Yeah, the 4th will we'll be a Monday. The important part is it's remember, Saturday. <laughs> remember when we had our, our London spot and we like misquoted it like six times before? <laughs> We're like, I blame, uh, Friday the 7th I, at 4. I blame the time difference. I blame the time difference on that. So, <laughs> Joe, where can people find you? They can find me putting stuff in the Chrome Tano. So for those that are watching the YouTubes, this is one of the gifts that's going to go in the Chrome Tano. This is a Star Wars The Bad Batch Tech Art FX statue of our boy. Woo! Nice. That's going in. 999, baby. A little preview. Can we post him like this? Oh! <laughs> no. <laughs> no. What is it? Next week is the first, right? Our show next week is on the first? Correct. The launch of Chrome Tano? Uh, yes. So I think we're going to have some special announcements next week. Uh, but... Thank you again, everybody, for listening to episode 63 of the Dad Batch podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for episode 64 for the launch of our holiday Chrome Tono volume two. And until next time, enjoy your spice responsibly. Magnia, mag, magnia, magnia, is it? Mag, 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 mag.